everybody, and welcome to the SoCo Show. This is Cody Michael, joined as always by Seth Ott. Hey. Welcome to episode three of the show. We got a lot of fun stuff here for you today. And uh, I should mention, a lot less hungover than we were last week. <laughs> by far. <laughs> that was a rough recording. Actually, uh, a little more drunk than I was last week. <laughs> Seth's over here getting turned up in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> we record these at 9 a.m., so uh, <laughs> take that into account out there, folks. No, we got a lot of, lot of good stuff out there. Uh, we're going to get into uh, Seth's TV corner for the first time. Woo! It's been a busy week for him on the Netflix uh, and, and various TV shows, so he's going to review a few things. Um, we're going to talk about Netflix specifically, uh, what's coming and what's going from uh, everyone's fam- favorite streaming service. So we got a few recommendations of things you need to check out before they leave or when they arrive. Um, but before we get into that, a little bit of fun stuff from over the weekend. Uh, we uh, we decided to take the entire cast and crew of the show and, uh, <laughs> and go over to uh, Breakout, which is one of those escape rooms. Uh, we did it here in Cedar Rapids. Just the two of us and, and Seth, we made it out. We did. It's probably not a good thing we're locked in a room together by ourselves, but hey, we got out. As if we don't spend enough time together, yeah. we... Uh, had to get locked in a small, a series of small rooms, um, and uh, it's the first. I, so, how many times have we done those? Five. This, this was, I think this was f- five. Technically, the the one, the one doesn't count. The I don't one think. Sucked. Yeah. yeah, we did it with a bunch of people we don't know. I don't count that one because they were all idiots. We're yeah. smart. Um, At least we're idiots that know each other. Yeah, but this one was yeah. Just the first time it was just us, and we did pretty damn well. Yeah, we. I think we got out with about ten minutes to spare. Yeah, we beat the uh, beat the stupid suburban white family that came in after us at <laughs> yep. least. So we did a bang up job. We got to shoot some terrorists and solve some puzzles. So anytime you get to do that, good team building. So I feel like uh, the rapport is there. We got a lot of good, a lot of good positive vibes going between the two of us. What do you say we get into the show? Yeah, it only took nineteen years to get there, but <laughs> after all that time, it took one hour in a room, and now we got it figured out. Five, four, three. Two, one. Let's jump into some news. Uh, we'll get into some more meaty stuff a little bit later on. Uh, let's get some quick hitter news. Let's start. Let's start in the world of video games. Seth, that sounds like uh, some uncharted news for the new DLC came out this week. Yeah, just a little bit of gameplay for it. Um, it's going to be take a little di- little different uh, turn than the last one. A little different gameplay um, than not even just the last one, but all the other ones. All the other ones are very linear. Um, follow a path very story driven this one is going to be open world essentially i think i don't think there's going to be as open world as a game like tomb raider or you know as extensive like a horizon or anything like that but it's going to be kind of you know explore as you go it's going to be an exploring game which is kind of cool for uncharted because that's the whole premise of it is exploring so i'm excited it seems to fit with the theme of of the the games as a whole Mm -hmm. um uh, and you're you're playing as a different character now, right? Yep, playing as she was in the se- second and third game, a l- little bit of the third game. Chloe is her name. She uh, she's kind of like this. She's got kind of got a, like a smart mouth, like Nathan does, Nathan Drake. But uh, no, it'll it'll be good. I'm excited for what I've seen so far. It looks good. Um, the other aspect that kind of looks cool is um, there's like a the villain from the last game is you're like your sidekick, so you kind of have to work through that and trying to watch her back in it, which is yeah. cool. Chloe's quite the little sex kitten. She'll be a fun, uh, <laughs> fun playable character, I think. Yeah. Let's turn to sports. We got an update um, 
But a story we talked about last week, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers just sound like a, a garbage fire <laughs> right now. Um, it, and it sounds like after all this Kyrie nonsense, uh, him p- potentially wanting to get traded, Carmelo Anthony, who is currently on the Knicks and was saying before that he'd be open to a trade to the Cavs, has now rescinded that offer and says he doesn't want to go to the Cavs anymore. <laughs> I don't think it was ever up to him. I don't think that no. was ever going to happen. I don't think it would have mattered if it did. But uh, when Carmelo Anthony doesn't want to join your team, I think <laughs> I think he got problems. I think LeBron's got some he's got some stuff to straighten out there if they're gonna try to go for another title. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about them right now. It it remains to be seen if Kyrie's gone mm-hmm. or not. But I mean, I Carmelo wasn't gonna do anything for them anyway. And like you said, it it wasn't really up to him. Nope. It, I don't think it really. That's kind of a a non-story for me. Mm-hmm. But you know, we'll see. It, coming months will tell more of the story. Yes, it will. And also. In the coming months, uh, and even more exciting, in the coming days, <laughs> this Thursday is the uh, NFL preseason kickoff, Woo! Woo! <laughs> and we, oh man, we're excited. You should see Seth dancing right now. Uh, we got uh, Cowboys and Cardinals kicking off the preseason this Thursday night. Hall um, of Fame game. Must be the Hall of Fame game. I yep. think it's Thursday. I guess it's I Usually should. the Hall of Fame game is on yeah. Thursdays. So we're one step closer, just a handful of weeks away yep. from week one. Uh, and a whole lot more, uh, whole lot more NFL. It's gonna be, it's gonna be an exciting season. I think a lot of folks um, are excited. A lot of good teams out there. Anybody's season, and, and we'll get into that more uh, as week one approaches. But had to, had to mention how excited we're getting uh, with the preseason getting started. <laughs> Let's take a look at some movie news. Uh, just a couple of things here. As always, seems to be the case. A lot of this news is in the superhero realm because mm-hmm. that's all movies are anymore. <laughs> Uh, for one thing, Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is the follow-up to Ant-Man from a few years back, starring Paul Rudd. Uh, the sequel has started production today. Sounds like we're going to get a release next July, right around the 4th of July weekend. Um, I gotta tell you, man, Ant-Man's one of my favorite of the Marvel movies. Yeah. I really dug Paul Rudd in that role. I think it's an interesting story. Um, and it sounds from the synopsis like it's going to be, a, again, a really simple, very centralized, kind of small town vibe it just all we're all that's been told to us now is that uh hank pym and hope van dyne are are gonna be asking for for scott's help again yeah so who knows we're gonna have the wasp so a little uh, tag team action between him and him and the wasp um ant-man and the wasp that is Uh, i'm excited for this one like i said this is one of my favorite ones going back and i think it's i think it's gonna be tight and it's gonna be right after uh, Civil War, or uh, Infinity War, right? Is It'll be the first one right after that? Is it going to be? A, yeah, it must be. That makes sense. Because that'll come out in May. Yeah. So no, that'll be that'll be good. It'll be quick then. Mm-hmm. It'll be pretty quick. Um, no, yeah, Ant-Man was definitely, it's in my top five of the, the Marvel movies. Um, it was hilarious. Um, and yeah, Paul Rudd is, is great as as uh, Scott Lang. And just, just the thing that killed me is Anthony. That made me laugh so much in the first one. So there'll probably be a little callback to that, I bet. I hope so. I miss Anthony. I, a CGI ant dying has never made me emotional in a movie <laughs> until that movie. Uh, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Ant Man. Anthony goes down swinging. Uh, so flying, uh, maybe. Yeah, he goes down flying. <laughs> another. Uh, this is this is I think another non-story, but it's worth mentioning. Uh, we've gotten release dates now for the Transformers spinoff Bumblebee <laughs> that no one asked for. Yeah. And the Aquaman uh, standalone movie. And they're going to release on the same day. 
Hmm. It's going to be Bumblebee, Bumblebee and the Transformers versus Aquaman in the box office. What's the date? Looks like they're set to come out uh, December of next year. December of 2018? December 21st. Christmas time. I think I know the answer to this. If those both those movies were coming out tomorrow, which which one are you oh, going to? Definitely, definitely Bumblebee. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely Aquaman. Although Bumblebee, it did cast John Cena. In John role. Cena. <laughs> so if there was one thing that could get me to go, that it's it's no one. I'm not going to see that movie. Yeah, I'm not really. I like the Transformers a little bit more than you, but still not very much. I'm amazed that they're getting this. But Michael Bay said they've got like 15 transformer movies that they could potentially make as long as they get funding what i i I don't know bumblebee i guess every other transformer i wouldn't mind seeing like an optimus prime origin story (laughs) i shouldn't be pitching him he's gonna jump over here and kill me (laughs) i just think it's funny that both these movies i think they both have high ambitions and they're knowingly going against each other doesn't seem i i don't think that yeah the audience for it i don't think is is gonna for either one, is going to clash. I mean, there'll be some crossover, but I don't think it's going to matter. No. No. And one of them will probably end up changing their dates anyway, so. Yeah, I could see We're it. We're so far out. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see. I, I'm I, I'm not that charged up for either of these movies, uh, but I do think it's entertaining. And that's a good slot. Right before Christmas is a big one. You yeah. Can make a lot of money if you have a decent movie over that time, as we've seen. Yeah, I think both of these movies are going to be uh, wildly mediocre, and maybe a third one, maybe some Oscar bait movies will come in and really just, really just throw the whole week into disarray. I don't know, but uh, really interesting that uh, that both these studios said, ah, no, screw you guys, we can yeah. uh, we can get our movie at the same week as you." Kind of reminds me of, uh, wasn't it? Batman Superman was going to release at the same time as Civil War, but then they yep. they backed out. Yep, which is smart. Yeah, yeah, they would have gotten completely <laughs> just ruined. Yeah. Okay, let's go to, to, to TV. Uh, a couple pieces of news before we turn to some, some long-form reviews uh, by our boy Seth here. Uh, one show that I love, I've been watching for the last couple years, is uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. If you have HBO and you're not watching John Oliver, you need to get that fixed. The guy is hilarious. The show is informative. It's great stuff. They just came back this Sunday uh, from a long break that they had had uh, during the summer. So get out there and check out that episode. He talks about um, he talks about the guy from InfoWars, Alex Jones, and how much of a scumbag he is, and basically just calls him out a bunch of ways. And John Oliver is the best at that, if you've ever seen the show. So what? I, don't, I guess I'm not caught up on this. What's InfoWars? So InfoWars is a uh, very extreme, uh, some might say batshit crazy <laughs> show. Um, starring this guy Alex Jones, who is a complete nut job. Yeah, he thinks that Sandy Hook was an inside government conspiracy. Oh, okay, so it's one of those idiots. Uh, yeah, okay. he also thinks nine eleven was an inside job, mm-hmm. and he's just a total all around scumbag. And uh, our good president's one of his top favorite news people. Oh wow! Yeah, so we won't get into that, but this guy <laughs> Jones is definitely a shithead, and he gets torched by John Oliver, which is always interesting to watch. Um, so check that out if you've got access to HBO. And like I said, if you're not already watching that show, you should be. Um, another show that I really get behind, try to see every year, American Horror Story. And we could have talked about this last week. They announced it at Comic-Con, but they've got the theme for their new season. It's called Cult. Mm. Yeah, which could be really creepy. Yeah. I mean, they've done a lot of kind of borderline culty stuff in the mm-hmm. past, and I'm told that this one is going to sort of be based on the aftermath of the most recent election. <laughs> so could be a lot of interesting stuff go on. Uh, 
they're saying that Twisty the Clown, who's a really famous character from the Freak Show series, um, he's just a real creepy motherfucker. <laughs> he's apparently going to be back in parts. I'm really excited for this new season. Uh, it's one of the very few shows I catch up to on a weekly basis. I try to watch it. Um, so the cult thing has me excited. I think yeah. there's some interesting stuff to be had. You're not. You're probably not going to check this one out. Though, no, I, see, because it's not like from what you've talked about. It's not like jump scary Mm-mm. usually. It's just more creepy, which I think I would enjoy it. Um, I don't know. I just it's not one of those things that I'm like racing to see though. Mm-hmm. Is that the clown? Is that like the first crossover? There have been very small other crossovers, uh-huh. but apparently it's been said that um, there's going to start to be more connecting elements mm-hmm. of all the different seasons. Okay. So. See, I like that. I think that could be cool. Yeah. Yeah. If you've watched them all. Um, <clears throat> another like so you mentioned like kind of the creepy creepy show. Um, I just checked checked out Room 104 on. Uh, HBO, and I won't spoil it because you haven't watched it, and I, I think you'd really like it, but uh, it's, if, if anyone who hasn't watched it, it's uh, kind of like an anthology show. Um, it's just about one hotel room. They don't say where, and they make a point not to say where. Um, and it's, it's not even like a nice hotel room, it's like a motel, um, like where it's, like a trucker would stay or something. <laughs> but uh, they had the first episode this week, and it's on Friday nights at like 10.30 on HBO. Um it's there's a couple main actors that I saw that are going to be in it throughout the season, uh, like James Vanderbeek, but the rest of it seems pretty unknown, which I like because it kind of makes it gives it that more real feeling. But uh, the first episode was kind of a creepy, almost like horror-y vibe, which intrigues me. Like I, I liked it, even though I don't like horror stuff. It was it was definitely gripping for 23 minutes too. It wasn't very long, but uh, the trailer also makes it look like it's going to be more fun at times too and jokey and i'm interested to see where it goes because it's going to have a lot of different vibes i think it's a nice thing about an anthology series mm-hmm. you can go a different direction every yeah. week and with different characters and actors it's made by the the du- duplass brothers um one of them who was on the league uh pete and he also made uh that movie we talked about the first week the one i love which mm-hmm. was like a weird it was funny but it was also really unsettling um, so I'm, I'm excited to see more of the show. I'm def- it's going to be a weekly checkout for me. Um, it's, it's cool. It's I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to jump in on episode one of those. Cause I am a huge fan of the anthology style mm-hmm. of making TV. Uh, American horror story does that. Obviously the twilight zone, black mirror is another one that's yeah. been doing it lately. Um, so I'm, this is, it's, it's on my list. I'm going to definitely check this one out. Uh, yeah. not only the first episode, but once to come, I, uh, I took a friend up on a recommendation <laughs> over last weekend <laughs> Uh, you know who you are out there. And uh, it was for the show Riverdale, which, uh, which if you don't know, is sort of a new, gritty, kind of YA take on Archie from the comics, like Archie and Jughead and Betty and Veronica. Uh, and uh, it was an all right show. Uh, it's it's 13 episodes, about an hour piece. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's it's super YA, um, very kind of mediocre. I mean, it's a CW show. So. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Greg Berlanti makes it, who makes all of the CW shows. Yep. And so if you can get past some CW level acting, uh, it's got a really interesting kind of murder mystery throughout the whole series that uh, uh, I didn't, I tell you, when the ending came, I hadn't seen it coming. So if you're in the mood uh, to just, uh, you know, sit down and binge 13 episodes or something, uh, check out 13 reasons why <laughs> yeah check out 13 reasons <laughs> and then after that uh maybe give riverdale a shot I, the aesthetics and the cinematography in that are are really fun to watch i, I enjoyed that um and, and really i stuck around for for the murder mystery so thank you to our friend out there who uh who recommended that to me uh that was a good watch so check that out if you're looking for something to watch out there okay so before 
we get into uh, Seth's movie corner for the first time and some some reviews about some series he's been watching. I uh, want to take a quick second to plug some of the other stuff we're working on. Last weekend, Seth and I went and saw Atomic Blonde and did the ride home. That got a thumbs up from us. I thought we both enjoyed it. So check out that video. We're going to link to that at the bottom. I uh, want to also give a shout out to our boy Jared Buckendall. Uh, he did he did uh, he did some Mother Teresa style uh, self sacrificial research for us and went to the Emoji Movie. Um, I don't think I need to tell you how that movie was, um, but if you, if you need a clue, this movie currently has six percent six percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now, which I, I can't think of a movie that's lower than that. Yeah, not right, not off the top of my head. No, it sounds. Like, it's going to be hot garbage. Yeah. And I'm not going to see it. But uh, Jared had a particularly funny and, and apt review of that. So we're going to link to that in the comments down below. Go check that out. Um, Jared's view and the ride home. All right, let's let's shift gears here. Uh, the people are clamoring for it. It's week three. <laughs> they haven't gotten it yet. They're saying, Seth, when are we going to get some TV reviews? You're the TV guy. It's that time. Are you Are you ready to do this? It is, and I got a lot. Seth's TV Corner. It's a lot. It's three <laughs> um, shows. It was a busy week for you. It was. So yeah, I planned just this. Planned on just doing Ozark. I talked about that at the end of the last episode, and I ended up having a lot of extra time on my hands this weekend, and so I finished uh, two other series. So kind of talk about briefly about all those. Uh, give some give some uh, points about them. Some good good and bad, and some of them don't have any bad, but. Um, and I haven't seen any of these. No. So these no will be, spoilers. These will be relatively spoiler-free. No spoilers. And I'll kind of give her some recommendations on, on based on what you might be feeling. So first one I'll talk about, I mentioned last week, was Ozark. Uh, it stars Jason Bateman. Uh, as Basically, the story kind of revolves around uh, drugs. <laughs> so it, it, I know a lot of the trailers, and it kind of put me off when I first saw it, stating, this is Netflix's Breaking Bad. And I was like, uh, I don't know. I still gave it a shot, and luckily it breaks that right away. It's not Breaking Bad. It starts off right kind of in smack dab when he's already working for the the drug cartel. He's a money launderer, a financial advisor, and he uh, is working for the guy already. He's the, the guy they mention it several times. His name's Dell. He's the, the, the big drug cartel guy. He's the second largest drug cartel in, in Mexico, which is funny because they say second largest like, probably like 10 times in the <laughs> show. Um, so... We, I don't want to spoil because the first episode has a kind of a big thing, um, a big, big reveal, big action moment, suspense moment. So I don't want to really talk about how he gets to the Ozarks, but um, he ends up going to the Lake of the Ozarks in, in Missouri. Um, and he, him and his family just get up and leave Chicago, go there. And Jason Bateman's whole goal is to launder $8 million for this drug dealer, for this the guy named Dell. Um, when he gets down there, he meets a whole mess of hicks basically <laughs> which they're really great actually the supporting cast in this show i thought was great um there's a bunch of hicks there's also a couple of fbi dea type of guys that are really cool um and overall i thought thought it was a really solid show um the issues i had with it were some of the plot didn't come together um especially the last episode and i have a real issue with cliffhangers recently because <laughs> every show is a cliffhanger this show had many cliffhangers um, even stuff that's not answered from two episodes before it. So that was my main issue with it. Overall, though, it wasn't it wasn't too complicated. It wasn't as gripping as like a Breaking Bad. But Jason Bateman as Marty Bird, who's the main character, is great. It's I love um, 
Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. He, him as uh, Michael Bluth is one of my favorite characters in TV. And for him to be able to separate that for me, because for me, when a great performance happens, it's when someone can not be that character anymore, if I've seen them before, or just transform themselves from that actor to a character. He did that. Marty Bird is, is separate for me, and he's a great character. Laura Lenny's great, too, who plays his wife. Um, and I've never really, I guess I don't really know what else she's in, to be honest. She's been uh, a lot of stuff. Yeah, I've never, I don't know if I, anything I've seen. I'm sure, I'm sure there is. I, I'd have to search for her to yeah. see, but she's been a lot of, she's, yeah. she's she I know knows she's her stuff. big, but she's great too. Um, their, their relationship is, is interesting. Um, again, there's a lot of plot points I don't want to spoil by talking about that. His kids are great too. Um, there's a kid that kind of looks like one of the kids from, uh, from Stranger Things, um, but he, I think it's just one of his first roles, and he's he's good. And then the daughter Charlotte, uh, she's she's really good. She had a couple of of good uh, side plots too. Um, I'd say the main issue though for me is is the cliffhangers. Okay, so Jason Bateman being the star of this, yeah. one thing I'm wondering, uh, he he's mostly a comedy guy. Does this yeah. does it do they turn and they do they do some kind of some comedy some humor elements to the show or is it does it stay pretty serious the whole time? It's pretty serious for the most part. Um, there's a couple of, of funny jokes that he that he has, but it's I mean it's pretty serious the whole time. It's it's a very like even the the shot pretty blue and dark. Mm. Um, honestly, some of the supporting characters are more funny than he is. But I mean he he's more charming. He's really charming in the mm. show. Um, he he talk he can talk his way out of everything cause any, out of anything because he's I mean financial advisor. He's he wants to you know get people into because mm-hmm. um, that's what his, his job is before he's a financial advisor even before he starts laundering money and so he wants people to give him his money you know and so he's very charming that way it's cool i really he's a he's just such a good actor and even in his comedy stuff he's like the straight man mm-hmm. and he just his you mentioned charisma he just he pulls you in yeah he pulls you in. so it's really cool to hear that he's kind of distant dist- distancing himself mm-hmm. from like the bluth character so you talked about it a little, the comparisons to Breaking Bad. Like, what do you say to someone who's like, I, I want to watch more Breaking Bad, so I'm going to try Ozark? Don't. Don't don't compare. I, uh, Jared, Jared Bucknell actually texted me a week or, week or so ago and asked, you know, what, what do you think? Should I watch it? And I said, as long as you don't go in expecting Breaking Bad, you'll enjoy this show. I think you'll, I think you'll like it. Um, it's just when you have to put it up towards the, you know, the Breaking Bad pedestal that it's not going to live up. So... Well, good. But I think in general, it sounds like thumbs up. Oh, for yeah. This one. It, it, I, would, I would give it, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about it kind of at the end um, where I rank out all of them. But it's definitely watchable, very watchable. And I, I would, with all the cliffhangers, I want a season two to see where this all ends up. But, uh, yeah, overall, a good show. Good Solid deal. show. All right, what's next? Handmaid's Tale is the next one I watched. This one is, I'm excited to hear about this. Because oh. it's getting a lot of buzz, Emmy nomination. Yeah. A lot of folks loved it. It's so it's it's definitely a, a well acted show. Um, the story is is definitely engrossing, but it's it's tough watch. Um, it's it's not something you. It took me a while to watch it. Um, it took me probably about a month to finish it because it's it's not something you want to sit down and be like, "Ooh, I'm so excited to watch it." It's it's tough. It, it's when so, you say tough, you mean like the subject matter yeah. is tough to enjoy. Yeah. Okay. So it's based off a book. I a lot of people probably know the premise, but. Um, it's kind of a dystopian type of future. Um, not even really that, to be honest. It's just kind of a near future where fertility has gone down uh, quite a bit. It's hard to get pregnant. And a Christian radical group um, takes over the United States. And they, what they do is they test all the women. So they take away all women's rights. They can't sp- spend money. They can't even read. 
Um, and they test all the women for fertility. Ones who aren't fertile are either they were either it seems like it doesn't they don't really explain it. I don't think, um, but they were either religious before and they're kind of accepted, or they're dead. And so the rest are handmaids. They're dressed in red. You've probably seen it from the trailer. They're dressed in red, red bonnet, red dress, and they're basically given to these families that have a commander who is, uh, again, another, like, religious figure who makes decisions, things like that. And they basically get raped <laughs> for to have kids. Yikes. And that that's why it's, I mean, it's so hard to watch because you see, so the main character, Elizabeth, Mo- Elizabeth Moth, she's awesome, and she definitely deserves all the accolades she's gotten, but she, you can see it on her face throughout the whole show. It's just like, there's no hope. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's so tough. She's kind of debating whether she sometimes wants to be alive. I mean, she's strong, so she mentions a couple times that she, you know, doesn't want to end it that way. But uh, yeah, it's her performance is outstanding. Um, and there, it's not all completely down. I mean, there's point, points where there's uplifting moments where they come together. Um, points where she kind of gives them their comeuppance a little bit. But I mean, overall, it's there's not much hope for a lot of them, so that's why it's so tough. But it's it's shot very well, looks great um, in terms of just the cam- the the way it looks, um, and yeah, it's it's tough though. <laughs> it's tough to watch through. Is that, is that a long? How many episodes are we talking? That's uh, ten, ten, <laughs> ten uh, and, and it's ten hour long. Like all of them are at least fifty five minutes, fifty fifty five minutes. Um, it's on Hulu. Um, yeah, I, I wish because I it seemed from what I looked through the trailers, it seemed like it was kind of a timed release type of thing. They did like one or two episodes at a time. I wish I would have done it then; it would have been an easier watch mm-hmm. uh, instead of binging it all the way through. And I might have, and I enjoyed this a lot, but it might have been easier to do it that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that reminds me. We mentioned Thirteen Reasons Why earlier. That's kind of an all kind of weird because it's a tough show to watch but also you want to figure out the uh, mystery yeah there, um, there's no mystery to this show though which is you know you're, you're never like you know is what's happening i mean it, it's pretty upfront. i mean they do unveil some of the story as it goes through there's some cool flashbacks which is neat um the only other actor there's two other actors that i knew go, um going in um it was yvonne strahovski uh she was oh uh, she's in that yeah she, she's from chuck she's chuck yeah sarah yeah. which is one of our favorite shows and then uh Pusey from Orange is the New Black is in it. Okay. Um, yeah, and they were good too, but Elizabeth Moss is, is outstanding. She's We've seen her in a few things now. Uh, Mad Men, the one I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, all good stuff. She she bangs. And she's up for Best Lead Actress yep. in a drama too. I think she deserves it. I can't really remember who's who else is in it, but she definitely deserves it for sure. I'd like to see her win. Mm-hmm. I, I like her a lot. She's been in some good stuff. Yeah, she's so, kind of gone through the trial and tribulations, but she's getting there. Well, especially in this one, it sounds like. Oh. So um, we talked about this one in, in episode one of the show uh, when we mentioned Emmy nominations. Do you think this one's got a shot at the at the best drama Emmy? I I don't know. I, like I think it could, um, just because some of the performances are really great. The the her commander, who I don't really know who he is. Um, he he was definitely like a he kind of had an, an interesting arc where it's like he liked women but he didn't and he but his performance is great I mean it, all the performances were really really solid and the world is very believable where it's like this could happen mm-hmm. you know and and the performances show that but whew, yeah I, I, I thinking all the other shows on there I could see a show like Stranger Things winning over this because of the subject matter mm-hmm. is not as is is serious, you sure. know. 
More could, fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I could see a show even like um, Westworld winning over it because again, it's it's that's even a little more serious than Stranger Things, but it's it's easier to watch, you mm-hmm. know. So I don't know, but I think in terms of overall performance, Elizabeth Moss deserves it more than pretty much anyone on that list. I would say. Well, good. So it sounds like this, while maybe a little tough to watch because mm-hmm. of the subject matter, mm-hmm. sounds like it's really well put together. It, it's very good. Yeah. Well acted. Yep. So it sounds. It's a recommend from you. It sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're willing to. I would watch this in the summertime. I would say that. <laughs> don't 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 watch it when you know you could possibly have seasonal affective disorder. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm gonna have to watch this. One. I'm gonna watch this one before before this uh, before the solstice. But one show you could watch during the wintertime, which you'd like, which is great, is Atlanta, um, which is the third show I finished this week. That was one hell of a segue. <laughs> I'm excited to hear about Atlanta. So I'd watch the show. Um, when it first came out, I watched the first three episodes, and I don't know why I ever fell off of it. But for those who don't know it, uh, it's a show starring, starring, written, and directed most episodes by Donald Glover, um, who, if you don't know him, he's Childish Gambino. He's a rapper. He's also uh, one of our favorite shows, Community. He's Troy. Um, but it's a story about him. He's uh, he's not the rapper in this, actually. He's he's a manager uh, for a rapper named Paperboy. Paperboy. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get the Paperboy. And... Uh, so it's just kind of he paper. It starts off Paperboy has gotten some, um, some basically hits on his music. He's kind of gotten some semi celebrity status with his song Paperboy, self titled song Paperboy. <laughs> um, and it's just kind of that's kind of where it goes. I mean, it's it, it's not it's not like a it's almost like a in a way a serial because it's not or not a serial but a, a anthology because it's not something you know revelation follows a huge story. There's some points here and there, but it's not. You could watch one episode and kind of know what's going on. But it's kind of, they're all kind of down on their luck type of, they're all broke. Uh, Donald Glover, who's Ernie, is the main character. He's definitely very broke. Um, he's got a girl that's not really his wife, but his, his baby mama. But he still likes, he's still with her, kind of. And he's got a kid. So he's just trying to, you know, make ends meet. He's trying to support support his kids, but also trying to live kind of a baller lifestyle, too. Sure. Um and and just overall the show again I don't want to like spoil anything with it, but the show is it's it's really funny. Um, there after about the fourth or fifth episode, there's some really really funny moments. Um, this show for in terms of comedy has some of the best like setups and deliveries in terms of just like they'll introduce something at the beginning of the episode, beginning of the episode really quick. Um, and you want if you missed it, you you could easily miss it. But even the payoff's funny. But when the payoff happens, it's like holy shit, this is funny. <laughs> Um, has some of the best I've ever seen in a comedy, uh, but also has some deep moments too. It, it ta- there's obviously racial um, racial topics that come up in it that they that they bring up. Um, there's stuff about being broke. There's stuff about having having kids, um, having best friends, things like that that, that are just like, there's deep, but there's also really really funny payoffs in them too. Uh, there's one one of them that I can kind of talk about that kind of that's when I started like oh this is really funny. There's a uh, uh, Paperboy is on this like t- talk show on this the Atlanta Universe's version of BET. Okay. Um, it's like one of those like uh, trying to think. It's almost like a Larry King type of show, but for for black people called Montague. Like 106 in Park. Kinda. Um, and so on <laughs> breakfast this Breakfast sh- Club. Probably the Breakfast Club. I don't even know what that is. It's uh, Charlemagne the God is on it. It's mm. it's it's what you're talking about. It's Larry King for black people. Okay. So Paperboy is on it because he made a comment in a rap song about transgender people. And then there's also a woman who 
is against or she likes sorry she likes transgender people she's like a very transgender transgender advocate and the paperboy is not really against him he just made a lyric mm-hmm. um and so the episode starts from the beginning about commercials uh, like a fake commercials um one of them's like about a dodge charger and it's just the commercial says they play it three times actually three different versions and it's all about uh, how like dodge charger you'll look the way you want with this vehicle type of thing <laughs> and there's a nice payoff at the end of that um, there's commercials about like uh, self-help type of things for black people. Like it's very just very referential to the community, but it's also very parodies it too. It's, mm-hmm. it's really good. Um, and there, throughout that whole episode, there's like multiple payoffs. That that's so funny. Um, yeah, overall, it's just a really funny show. Um, the the main girl too, the girl who he dates. Um, her name's Vanessa. She actually, I just found out today, she's, they released a photo photo today, she's Domino in oh, yeah. Deadpool 2. Yeah, I heard about this. Um, she's she's gorgeous, and she's uh, she's funny, she's, she has some, she actually has probably the deepest, uh, deepest, uh, like, emotional scenes in, in the show, so, no, it's good, it's really good. I've been wanting to check this one out for a while, but FX is so stingy with their streaming, yeah. you had to pay for this, Yeah, right, I, I bought it. it. Yeah, it's funny, because all three of these shows, I watched, uh. Ozark on Netflix, uh, Handmaid's Tale on Hulu, and then I bought this on Amazon. So <laughs> I used all three streaming services this weekend. No favoritism here. Yeah. This uh, is one I'm, I'm dying to check it out. Yeah. Uh, so I'm already on board. Mm-hmm. What is, is this a recommend for you for oh, everybody? For sure. It's, I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's got some subjects here and there that are, might be a little difficult. Um, a lot of, there's a lot of, I mean, racially charged things in it, but at the same time, it's, I mean, it's. It's a it's a show on Netflix TV, so you're not gonna get too offended. It's it's just very funny, but I mean, it also hits home in places too. You know, um, out of the three, it's definitely my favorite, and I did not expect that. Really? Yeah, that surprises. Yeah, because you're uh, more of the drama guy. I am, but it, I mean, it has the drama moments too. But it's it's so funny, and Donald Glover, like I said, he wrote. I think he wrote almost all of them. His brother was on all of them in terms of writing. Um, I think they might have switched off and wrote. Like I know that episode with the the Montague thing with the talk show, that was all Donald Glover because he wasn't in the sh- that episode, but he directed it and wrote it. Mm. And then I think they both shared writing off and on. So it's great. And I'm excited to see more. Like I was, they, they're doing, Donald Glover and Steven Glover, his brother, they're doing uh, the Deadpool animated the show. Animate, yeah. And I was kind of like, oh, whatever, I'm going to check that out now because they are hilarious. And I think that show could be great. So if it's anything, and it sounds it sounds similar, I'm a big fan of his music, mm-hmm. Childish Gambino, and it sounds kind of similar. There's a lot of, yeah. he gets into some real serious stuff in his music too, but he also got some really funny lyrics, some yeah. really kind of stupid, creative, well, stupid stuff, and some really creative stuff, Yeah. and it sounds like this is the 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 uh, TV version of that, so Very this is, so. I'm, I'm checking this one out. I can't, I'm surprised you're that's your it. favorite of the three. Yeah, I love it. It, it was great, and I... I went through it so quick. I mean, it's a quick show to watch. I mean, it's only 23 minutes per episode if, after you take commercials out. Um, but it's just very easy to watch um, in terms of just going through it. It's not, I mean, again, there's some stuff that's kind of hard, um, just a little, little deep. But it's not like Handmaid's Tale where I'm like, oh, this is exhausting. Yeah. Or even Ozark sometimes had that. But it mixes the funny well, the drama well. Um, I mentioned earlier with the Jason Bateman thing about transforming a character um, and making it, you know, I don't think of them. I don't think of you know uh michael bluth as marty bird same thing happened here i, I mean troy was my favorite character in, in community and donald glover even he's a funny comedian the guy who plays ernie in the show is ernie he's mm-hmm. to me he's he's transformed that character and made him his own i think he deserves the 
the lead for comedy. Um, really? Yeah, because he again he does it with he does some great drama, but he's also hilarious. Um, and I that show I th- like I was thinking through some of the stuff today that's on there. I think that show deserves best uh, best comedy. You calling your shot right now? I think, think it is. I, I think it deserves it. Yeah. That'd be really good to see. Yeah. Uh, anytime he gets some love, that's that's good. I'll be a little bummed if Aziz doesn't win. Yeah. Because he's my boy, but uh, but Donald Glover's my boy too. Yeah. Either one of them winning yeah. would be good. I man, I can't get over. It. I, I'm amazed at how, how much <laughs> you like this one. It's awesome. You heard it here, folks. Uh, we got three thumbs up for Ozark, Handmaid's Tale, and Atlanta. Okay, so it sounds like Atlanta's your favorite. Yeah. Where do you rank the other two? It's hard. I mean, I think. I think for just an average person who who doesn't want to feel bad, I think I'd go with Ozark next. If I would definitely recommend checking out all three because all three have something different to say, mm-hmm. um, and different something different to give. Um, but I would I would definitely say Atlanta first. Um, probably probably in terms of quality, I'd say Handmaid's Tale next. But in terms of just watchability, I'd probably say Ozark next. Sure. So it's it's based off of what what you're feeling. Well, good deal. This folks. It's been the first edition of Sus TV Corner. TV Corner. What uh? What are you working on now? What What are we watching? Uh, what do we? What can we expect next from you? Just finished first episode of This Is Us, um, which is another Emmy nominated show. Um, I like the twist at the end. I'm not going to say it, but <laughs> that was cool. I, I I like the the cast. Um, the Justin Hartley, who is uh, he plays kind of like the, I can't. I don't have their names down yet, but uh, he plays like a. Uh, celebrity kind of in the show um he was oliver queen in smallville so i so i have that connection and then also um milo something ventimiglia yeah there you go he was uh robert balboa in rocky balboa (laughs) so i have i have some connections to that to that show (laughs) (laughs) but no very good so far i'll have a full review on that later and maybe some other shows depending on how long it takes me hella nominations for that show not only best drama but uh milo ventimiglia and and at least one other actor i think the i can't remember again i don't know the names yet but Mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's one i'm i'm maybe thinking of checking out soon also um so more to come there uh is that is that the only one you're working on Right now, yeah. Um, I I don't really know. Nothing else comes. Oh, uh, Defenders comes out this month. That's right. So that I, I that I'm super excited for. Uh, I know we won't. We'll actually be in Vegas when that comes out. Ah. So maybe I'll have to download it and watch it. But <laughs> watch uh, on the plane. Yeah. But uh, so that I'm really excited for. Um, we'll talk about that probably. Um, I, most of the shows I watch come back September October. So I'll probably talk more about. I'll probably do like a season recap on those shows and maybe, you know, some hit, you know, some big moments, but, um, yeah, overall kind of, kind of a slow, slow time right now. Yeah. People are getting psyched up for, uh, for the fall season. I know that. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned, uh, you mentioned Defenders mm-hmm. coming out soon on Netflix. Um, today we're, we're for the people out there, we're recording this on August 1st. Uh, so a lot of new stuff is hitting Netflix right now. A lot of things are coming off Netflix. Uh, we found a list. And we're going to go through it, tell you uh, some of the things we recommend, some of the things you can pass on, what do you need to hurry up and watch before it gets out. Uh, so this is the August Netflix list. Netflix. All right. So looking at Netflix list, we're looking at an article from The Verge. Um, the that, Verge. The Verge. <laughs> they don't pay us to it, that's what we're reading. We I'll put a... Yeah, if you're out there, Verge, pay us. Uh, we're going to put a link to this one down below so you guys can see the f- complete list. Um, but starting with the stuff that come out today, August 1st, 
there's a lot on here. We're just going to kind of poke out a couple of our favorites. Bad Santa is near the top oh, of the God. list. You don't like Bad Santa? You can't rewatch it now with how, <laughs> with how, with how like, PC the world is now and, and like, how I'm glad it's more PC in, in a lot of aspects of that movie. I, I'm not I That's don't true. Care. That's true. Uh, another one on here. I don't think either of us, either of us, have seen it, but I'm, I might check it out. Cloud Atlas. Did oh, you, I've did been you see it? That that was nominated for an Oscar the year it came out. I think so. I, well, maybe not. You know what? It may not have been. I don't know. I've heard. I've heard I it's really remember. good. I've heard it's really terrible. Yeah. I know it's really long and it's a big sprawling yeah, story. Yeah, I wanted to watch it when it first came out, and it never was around for me to watch it. Mm-hmm. So. So that's one we're going to check out. Uh, Tom Hanks is in it. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he's got a pretty good cast. They're all playing plays, multiple characters. Tom, yeah, Tom Hanks plays multiple people. Yep. So that that's one I think we're going to look at. Another one I see on here, Funny Games. Have you ever heard of this? Mm-mm. It's a horror. It's yeah. a horror uh, movie. You can... It's, uh, it's, so this is the American version of, it's a European original movie. But okay. this is the, the American version of it. Just these two guys. They're like teenage 20-year-old guys. They just come into this family's house, just start terrorizing them for no reason. Like, they tie him down, and they force him to do all these weird torture games. Not, like, saw torture, but, like, you know, uh, I have to pick one of your kid's fingers to chop off or something. That's probably not the movie. I haven't seen it. That's one I'm going to check out, though. Go Uh, ahead. Yeah, probably pretty kind of disturbing little horror movie. Uh, I'm excited to see it. Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown is a uh, Tarantino movie. Uh, I know you haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, It's very... uh, you know the old seventies like black exploitation movies, kind of like uh, you know like Black Dynamite and all yeah. those type of movies. Um, Jackie Brown is kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got all the people you'd expect to see in a Tarantino movie. Jackie Brown is a airport stewardess, um, and she's uh, I think she's stolen some money if I remember correctly. Okay, and uh, some gangsters are trying to get it from her. It's Tarantino. You're gonna love it if you like Tarantino. Mm-hmm. So check out Jackie Brown. That's coming on Netflix. <clears throat> couple other ones um small soldiers that's a that's a classic yeah yeah that's, that's been throwback. on hulu forever yep that has been on hulu it's on netflix now so if you're only paying for one and it's netflix check out small soldiers that's the one if you uh, don't remember there's toys that come to life it's basically if uh toy story was violent so i watched like 10 minutes of it when i was on hulu and it's not it doesn't hold up it's pretty bad what yeah. you're crazy man yeah it's that's bad. a good one it's bad i love it here, I'm, I'm very, very excited about this next set of three movies because I've been trying to get you to watch for years. <laughs> the Matrix. I already knew where you were going with that. And both sequels are coming on Netflix. You no longer have an excuse not to watch The Matrix. I do. Again, I'm not going to make you watch the sequels, but you got to watch it. If, if you people out there haven't seen The Matrix, go and watch The Matrix. And that includes you. I'm going to make you watch it. And you know my problem, though, is if I watch the first one, I have to watch the other ones. And y- Yeah, well, and they're, not, they're not nearly as good. Yeah, but and I'm gonna hate you for making me watch. Nothing them. can make you hate the original Matrix. So. I don't know. Uh, comment down below if you think Seth is an idiot and needs to watch the Matrix, uh, which I expect a lot of you will. Another one I'm excited about: uh, the number twenty three. Have you heard of this? I have. Jim Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey yeah. in a kind of a thrillery dramatic. I love it. I saw it years and years ago. Uh, it's kind of a paranoid thriller mm-hmm. where he's uh, he sees patterns everywhere yeah. in his life about the number twenty three. It's a really interesting one. Definitely not the Jim Carrey you'd expect to see, yeah. uh, but that's I'd, I'd recommend that one. So check that one out. Uh, <laughs> rounding out the August first list, uh, this one's on there today. Wild Wild West. Oh God. Yeah. So they had to put this crappy Will Smith movie on there before that once the one bright movie or whatever comes out. They're trying to get everyone on the Will Smith bandwagon. Oh, well, that's not the movie to do. Comes out. Fun fact about Wild Wild West: um, 
Will Smith was actually offered the part of Neo in The Matrix, and he passed on it to do Wild Wild West. Wow. Good choice there, Will. That's kind of what comes around with, with them all being on the same <laughs> yeah, time. That's yeah. pretty funny. That's probably how the, why they did it. Uh, here's one I know you've seen and liked. We went to it last winter, The Founder. Oh, yeah. That great, that's a great movie. That's the one about Ray Kroc, uh, mm-hmm. the quote, air quotes, founder of <laughs> McDonald's. Turns out he's a huge prick. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Michael Keaton turns in a really good performance oh, in yeah. this one. Uh, was he was nominated? No, he wasn't nominated. None of that movie was nominated. No. Oh, I don't know if it was a snub or not, but that's a good movie. Yeah, people should check. Really that good one. movie. Uh, an animated one. I I just saw this a couple months back with my cousins. Sing. Did mm-hmm. you ever see Sing? I didn't. It's kind of the American Idol animated. Yeah. A bunch of animals are singing. It's a real cute one. Uh, if you're if you're a animated Pixar, uh, DreamWorks kind of person, mm-hmm. uh, check this one out. I, I think it's funny. You can you can take a look at that. Did you watch Wet Hot American Summer? Mm-mm. The uh, so there's the movie and then they did the the prequel first day of camp. Now they're doing a fast forward sequel, uh, ten years later. It's got all the same cast. Is Liz it ten with... years forward from the the prequel or ten years forward from the original? Well, both. The prequel and the original only happen about a week apart. Okay. So yeah, I remember you telling me that. Now. Ten years after this week of camp, Paul Rudd, Elizabeth Banks. There's a there's a whole hilarious cast of people. Uh, Amy Poehler. Mm-hmm. Um, Bradley Cooper is in this. He plays a weird character too. Yeah. Um, go look at the everything Wet Hot American Summer. Go check it out. It's very funny, very goofy. It's incredibly silly. Uh, another another blast from the past is Holes. Hmm. Shia LaBeouf's big breakout role <laughs> as Stanley. Should have stayed in the hole. <laughs> That's the one based on the book that everyone our age has read. Uh, you've probably seen Holes, but watch it again. It's coming out on Netflix. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf reminds me of the thing he recently did with you heard about that right where he got arrested for public intox no what is you didn't that? hear about that um I don't remember the, so it's been a while since I heard it the thing I remember that so he got arrested I don't remember where like an art exhibit or something don't quote me on that but uh he was hammered hammered drunk and cops came and took him out and he just started calling the cops obscene like weird names not even like he kept calling him you're a bitch like kept going that over here again you're a bitch you're a bitch you're a bitch for for months you're a bitch for years you're a bitch for leagues you're a pirate bitch (laughs) pirate bitch huh yeah and then he went into some racial stuff which kind of got him in trouble which is why the whole thing came out but that that's all i took from it because that's fucking hilarious Not only did, like, he went from, you're a bitch, he, go, he goes in, like, sequential time, a month, <laughs> years, you're a bitch for leagues, and then he calls him a pirate bitch. That was my favorite thing. That is the most interesting insult I've heard, yeah. at least at this week. He did it over and over again, and then, yeah, he called, some, he did his, had a racial slur towards a towards a black cop, and oh, then, then he woke up the next day and apologized. I was going to say, that's a good way to get lit up Shia LaBeouf. Oh, that's so funny. But pirate bitch is hilarious. <laughs> Oh, back to the Netflix. Uh, August fifteenth, so a couple weeks from now, we at twenty one. Uh, we watched oh, yeah. it. We watched it a few times. Yeah, we watched it in Vegas. We watched it in Las Vegas. We were so we were so dehydrated and tired, too hungover to go any to uh, go do anything fun. So we stayed in and watched twenty one. Yep, yep. Pretty solid movie. Mm-hmm. Um, card counting. Mm-hmm. You remember Kevin Spacey? Oh is, yeah. is Kevin Spacey? I'll watch Kevin in Spacey and anything. Yeah, that one's a good one. Real fun. Real fun. Interesting watch based on a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out twenty one. I'm excited to watch Gold. That's coming on in a couple yeah. weeks. That's the uh, Matthew McConaughey movie from last year. I got pretty poorly reviewed. Really? Yeah. 
It was like 30s in Rotten Tomatoes. Um, no kid, I, I had high hopes for this one. Yeah, I, I watched like 10 minutes of it when it was on one night, and yeah, it was okay. So-so? Yeah. Okay, well, maybe I'll pass. But I, I don't know. McConaughey gets me, so. I do like McConaughey. I might try to check it out just to see his performance. Uh, a couple other things that, that following week, we talked about Marvel's Defenders. Woo! That's coming out just a couple weeks away from that one. I think maybe even two or, th- two or three. Yeah, two and a half weeks from today. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about that a little bit last week. Uh, Seth, I know you're a big fan of this whole Marvel TV, yeah. uh, Netflix universe with the, all the characters. Uh, so I know you're probably going to binge this one oh, yeah. as soon as you can get a chance. I uh, Oh, definitely for sure. Um, the I heard um, this week that... They showed the first episode at Comic Con oh. at the panel, and people love it. Really? So it's got they it's got a very different vibe than a lot of the shows. I think it's going to be more light hearted, uh, more funny. Um, from what I heard, Jessica Jones is really funny in this, so I'm excited. It's it's I think it's just going to be kind of a I don't think it's like ten episodes long, 10, 12 episodes long. Um, I think it's going to kind of be be, be Avengers ish. Um, but with some really cool action, because all the only thing those none of those guys have like really cool superpowers or anything. Like they're not shooting lasers out of their hands. It's all fist to face, ass beaten. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it'll be cool. Um, we'll get some Electra. I hopefully we get some more Punisher. I love Punisher in the last one. So he, I mean, he just eviscerates fools. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear that uh, Jessica Jones may begin to take on a little comedy role. Kristen Ritter, yeah. I've seen her in a couple other comedies. She's she's a funny gal when she, she when she's trying to be. Uh, so I hope they let her. Hope they let her kind of swing at this. Uh, I just saw the trailer for this one this morning. It's coming out that same week as Defenders. What happened to Monday? Have you seen the trailer? I haven't seen the trailer yet, no. So the idea is um, it's the future. There's, I think, an overpopulation problem. So Mm -hmm. they limit people to one child, Mm -hmm. uh, which I think China does right now. Uh, They're back to two again. Are they? All right. Well, in this movie, it's just one. It's a movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just one child. But this uh, Willem Dafoe, I think, isn't it? He somehow has... (laughs) Dafoe! He somehow has seven daughters. And in order to hide them from the government, because they would just kill them all, mm-hmm. except for one, in order to hide them, he keeps them all hidden. And every day, one of them gets to go outside. Uh-huh. And they're all, all, they're all the same person. Uh, they all have the same name. They all pretend to be the same person. Do they all look the same? Yeah. Weird. Well, similar enough. Yeah. But, you know, they make it up so that they look. So um, when they're in the house, they're, they call each other Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And oh, Sunday. that's cool. And so on that day of the week, they get to go outside and pretend to be the person. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So one day. Monday. Monday goes out. uh, She maybe gets captured by the gut. She disappears. And then the other six, they load up like, I'm pretty sure like action gun style. What? And they go after to get Monday is (laughs) what I'm getting. I saw this trailer. It got me hyped. I think this is cool. Kind of a weird future. Um, Some lady badasses. We just saw this in Atomic Blonde. How old are they? Uh, early twenties. Really? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I thought when I, when you were saying this, I was I pictured it as like a six seven year old kid. Oh no, not young. young okay. Kids. No, there's it's uh. We'll probably get probably get some cool action, some creepy Willem Dafoe smile. At I hope some point. so. I hope so. I, I have high hopes for this one. I think it's gonna be. That and, and cool. it's just an int- I'm all about concepts. Yeah, that's so really cool. I'll it, check that out. It's interesting. I think that's what I'm definitely checking out. Um, we mentioned in our Comic Con talk, Death Note. That comes out in the last week of August. Does that come out August. this month? Yep. Last week of August, that's got the naked brother, Nat Wolf. Uh, he's going to write some names in his diary, and there's going to yeah. be some, some heads chopped off. Um, you watched season one of The Good Place. 
I didn't, no. You didn't? I was going to. You just to. watched parts? I've been to the set. I saw the set before. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's coming on Netflix. Okay. Season one of The Good Place. And Hulu, too, actually. It's already on Hulu. Is it? Yeah. So this is Kristen Bell. She goes to, uh, I don't think they ever call it heaven, mm-hmm. but that's what it is. But she wasn't supposed to, yeah. I think is the premise. And so it's just a comedy about being in heaven. I wanted to check it out, and it's kind of an interesting premise, I think. Um, it's hard to add another show to my list. <laughs> with, that'd be like number 48 now, with adding This Is Us. Sure. So. Um, hey, look, there's one one left on this. It's coming out the last week of August. And uh, I gotta tell you, I'm excited for it. Okay, it's finally coming to Netflix. I've been waiting on this a long, long time. I'm talking about Bring It On. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Worldwide hashtag cheer smack. Is, is it? <laughs> this is the title. I'm I've serious. Seen, I've seen that. You've seen that? Look at this. Yeah. Is that? Hashtag. It's a hashtag in the title of this movie. Is it uh, Is it an original show? Or is it a movie? Or it's a new it, movie, man. It's an original. Is it Netflix movie? Or is it? Is it uh, oh, I, I don't. Whoever's been making them, I think. Because if Netflix is making that, I'm canceling my subscription right now. <laughs> No, I don't think it's. I good. wouldn't cancel my subscription for that. But we got it's bring it on, man! It's all about cheerleading. Uh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be good. Maybe some spirit sticks. It's cold in here. <laughs> Must be some toros in the atmosphere. It's funny because that movie was like fine. That was an okay movie, and it came out like twenty years ago. Yeah, ninety nine. And I think. everyone since then sucks balls. Yeah, I, I've I've seen more of them than I'm proud to admit. I've so. seen the first one on FX. <laughs> it's not a lot of good stuff. Uh, let's talk about a few of the things that are leaving, uh, leaving Netflix. I'm, I'm Good gonna, riddance. I'm gonna peace out. <laughs> I'm gonna scroll past a couple. So today's the first. A couple of these things have already left. Ten things I hate about you. I, I know that's a popular. Seven one. things I hate about you. Seth's <laughs> favorite. Uh, Miley Cyrus. Song. Miley Cyrus song. It is actually. Malibu's Most Wanted is gone. That just came on. I know it wasn't on long. Uh, the Lizzie McGuire movie is gone. See you later. Zach and Mary make a porno is gone. What? Yeah, I know that's one of your favorites. It's a good movie. <clears throat> so let's get in. These, the, the rest of these are ones they're they're going to leave. This is our plea. Get them in. Watch them before they're gone. Uh, first one, one of our old favorites from high school, Superbad. <laughs> that's been uh, that's been on there for a little bit. Uh, yeah. Get on there if you haven't seen Superbad. Uh, it, it'll take you back to high school, man. That's just a fun one. A lot of good cussing. <laughs> Uh, a lot of really good insults and it really just some filthy language. Uh, that's a fun one. Oh, yeah, so what a raving endorsement of Superbad. <laughs> that's a Superbad's a fun one to like drink a bunch of beers and watch. I think. Yeah. Another one I've seen you haven't. Uh, it's called Dope. Mm. And this is a really interesting movie. It's got kind of a. It's about a kid who he's growing up in. I think it's L.A. And he's a black kid and he's kind of trying to straddle the worlds of being like down as a black guy in LA mm-hmm. and then kind of trying to stay out of trouble. Really interesting kind of uh, two-sided coin there. Um, he gets into the drug, gets a little bit into the drug game when he kind of, um, he doesn't want to be, but he kind of is forced into mm-hmm. getting into the drug game a little bit. Shamik Moore is the star of this. Uh, if you have watched the get down, he plays a uh, Shaolin fantastic on that. Uh, I think he's fan. I think he's awesome. I, I like, I almost said he think he's fantastic. <laughs> I heard that. So dope is a good one. I I recommend it. Uh, check that out this week if you haven't yet because it's going to be leaving, going to be leaving Netflix. Also looks like between now and the end of the month, we're going to lose uh, Revenge, that ABC show. Uh, I, you stuck with this. I watched season one. I watched and stopped season, all season two and about half season three, and then I was like, yeah, uh, which not- is. For me, that's that's rare because I usually stick with shows until they end, till they end, um, and I couldn't handle it anymore. The first season was outstanding. 
I loved it. Season yeah. one was amazing. And if it would have ended there, great. Um, season two even wasn't terrible. Um, they they brought back characters that they probably shouldn't have, even though they kind of had to to keep the show going. Mm-hmm. Um, and then season three, they brought back characters they absolutely should not have brought. They brought like the, for them. If you haven't, if you haven't seen the show and you're going to stop listening for ten seconds, um, <laughs> spoiler alert: the whole show is about her dad dying. Like basically, that's what it boils down to. She's getting re- revenge for people who killed her dad, and her dad is still fucking alive and comes back in season three. <laughs> and so stupid. Like, so incredibly stupid. I'm just, like, done at yeah. this. And I watched the final episode. I, I went back and watched the final episode after it aired. I was like, that didn't pay off at all. So, no. I wouldn't. Don't watch it. Just don't. What don't, about season one? I like season don't one. Don't even watch season one because, like, you're going to, because, again, you're probably going to, you're going to want to watch more. The show is really good. And you're going to want to watch more. D- just don't even give it a shot. That's how much I hate <laughs> how how that, that ended. It, it's, it. They, they lit a match in season one, and it was a beautiful flame, and then they dropped that flame into a dumpster full of crap diapers, Yeah, and that's what you got for the remaining five seasons. You well, know, that went, or no, sorry, four. Yeah. It was four seasons. Yep. Um, <laughs> I knew that'd get a rise out of you. Oh, my so God. So that's why I wanted to mention Revenge. Although I do, I do love me some Emily Thorne slash Amanda Van Camp, but. She, uh, she can get it. Or Emily Van Camp, sorry. I'll tell you that. But yeah, she, uh. She can get it. She's great. Uh, we'll wrap up with this one. Uh, the League. Yeah, the league has always I been on that. Netflix. It's coming off this month. Yeah. We love the league. Oh yeah, this uh, the league. It's that's where we introduced the Duplass. Exactly, guy. Uh, Mark Duplass is yeah. part of this. Um, bunch of uh, kind of middle aged guys, couple of dads and yeah. their high school buddies playing fantasy football. <laughs> that's what got us. That's really? what got us in fantasy yeah. football years yep. ago. Uh, so check out the league. Very funny, very yep. witty banter. Uh, it's kind of one of those improv-y type shows. Yep. So it's a lot of riffing. Uh, that's a good one. It's just a really good comedy. You can sit down and just watch as much of it as Even you want. Even if you don't like fantasy, you can watch that show. Yeah, um, it's not so heavily football. No, the first, maybe first couple seasons have a lot more football jokes, but uh, after you get past that, it's, yeah, it's it's pretty great. It's pretty hilarious. That's a funny one. That, uh, that completes our list. I, I can tell you, this, this article that we're referring to also goes into what's coming on to Amazon Prime. Um, and what's coming on HBO now. There's a lot of great stuff on there. We're not going to cover it today. We're sticking to just Netflix. Coming up on coming up on about an hour long. We want to get you back to the rest of your day. Thank you uh, for sticking with us. This has been episode three of the SoCo Show. Again, check out the description for all the stuff we talked about. Um, we're also going to link off to Jared Buckendall channel. Check out his reviews and the ride home. Also, uh, we just started up a SoCo Twitter page this week. Twitter, um, what's the handle? It's uh, SoCo underscore show. Um, so check that out. Um, we'll post links to this stuff. I'll probably put up some uh, some various polls once we get more people on there. We've already got a pretty good pretty good following coming on there. So thanks to those who are listening and subscribed so far. Um, please share, retweet, like all that stuff too. Um, eventually, we talked about this week too. We're we're getting closer to doing an actual podcast feed here yep. soon. It, do, it doesn't mean it's going to be too difficult to do. So. Um, that that'll be exciting. I'm excited to do that. But yeah, for for now, please follow that the uh, the Twitter page, and uh, we'll we'll post more on there. It's a great way to stay in touch with us. Uh, we're gonna post there a lot. Uh, don't only follow us on Twitter. Get all those updates. Uh, send us some tweets. Post some tweets. What do we want to talk about? Uh, is Seth an idiot for not having seen The Matrix? Uh, <laughs> well, what are some of the things on the Netflix list we didn't cover? Any questions or topics that you have, send them to us on Twitter. Send them to us by our Gmail. We've got that in the description down below. Or just post on this YouTube video. We're going to keep the YouTube page going even when we are um, in the podcast feeds. Um, so in order to get all the updates, make sure you're following us on Twitter and subscribe to us here on YouTube. 
Uh, all that said, be sure to like, share, comment, subscribe, stay in touch with us. We're going to talk to you all next week for episode four. This is Cody Michael for Seth Ott signing off. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.